Welcome to Clocking In, Forces of NC Manufacturing. I'm your host, Phil Mintz, Director of the North Carolina Manufacturing Extension Partnership, otherwise known as NCMEP. My role is to drive outreach to NC manufacturers, build relationships to federal and state leaders, and coordinate efforts to drive profitable manufacturing growth in North Carolina. Throughout my time working closely with manufacturers, I have heard the most quirky, curious, and memorable stories. I wanted to turn these stories into a podcast so that others may hear and be informed and inspired. From humble beginnings to manufacturing titans, from tragedy to triumph, I will be interviewing some of these manufacturers who have made North Carolina manufacturing the powerhouse that it is today. All right, we're here at the 2019 FGCon, uh, the North Carolina Manufacturing Conference, and we're fortunate to have today uh, speaking with us uh, Patrick Kennedy, who is the Vice President of Operations from Sylvan Sport. They're located in Bavard. And uh, Patrick, welcome to the program. Thank you very much, Phil. I'm a pleasure to be here. You know, a few weeks ago, I was up at uh, Western Carolina University and speaking to them about some of their programs. And they were excited about some of the things they were doing in outdoor recreation in terms of teaching their kids. And I think you guys are involved in that type of uh, industry. Uh, how's, what, did it work, what kind of work does Sylvan Sport do? And um, we have been around since 2004, and our flagship product is a, a modern take on the old pop-up camper, but it was very forward-looking even at the time in terms of anticipating the and recognizing the trends of, of how people camped. So it's it's very modern take on that. It's uh, lightweight, that sort of thing. So we've evolved from just trailer manufacturing, design and manufacturing, into design of other products as well to support camping mattresses, backpacks, things like that. Yeah, what was your journey to get to where you are at Sylvan Sport? Have you always been in the outdoor and rec business? No, I have not. I mean, I've primarily always been in manufacturing. I'm an engineer by education, and uh, I worked for a number of years uh, with a, a large international automotive supplier, brake systems, that sort of thing. Uh, and then I, I transitioned personally and did some work for my community, leading a, a nonprofit agency that built affordable housing, so still manufacturing in, mm -hmm. <laughs> in, a, in a different sense, but still manufacturing something. And then um, was able to work, begin to work with Sylvan Sport about seven years ago when, when they began their manufacturing in-house. Um, so my experience with a larger company in, in terms of manufacturing and with a smaller company in terms of housing really was a good fit with Sylvan Sport. So it's been a, a unique journey for me personally through a number of different states and and that to get to Sylvan Sport. Was Sylvan Sport always up in Brevard? I mean, is that where the origins are of it? Yes. Tom Dempsey, who's our CEO, has been in that area for a long time, and we're very intentionally in that area. We, all the employees really, um, but the management team in that grew up in the outdoors, largely camps. A lot of us had visited that area as children, you know, attending camps and now made our home there. You know, it, as I'm sure you're aware, it could be easier for us in some ways to be in other parts of the state of North Carolina or even other states. Um, but we're very intentionally in Brevard. And, and yeah, that is really where we started. We, we actually started just outside of Brevard in a little town called Cedar Mountain. But ever since we've been manufacturing, it's in Brevard. Yeah, so talk about the trends in 
technology as it relates to some of the things that you do outdoor recreation you know we talk to many other different clients and things that they make but you know everybody's talking about her everything tied to the internet do y'all do any of those iot type things with your products um it's interesting you know because uh, people obviously want to participate in the outdoors largely want to or i won't say largely but to a certain extent want to get away from that um, but realistically, you know, modern trends are that people only want to get so far away right. from that. <laughs> and so, you know, we do recognize that. So while our products are designed to be used in the outdoors, you know, they do incorporate things that make life easier and a little more modern. Um, so, for example, with our Go trailer, it's incredibly lightweight. And the intention is that you can quickly hook it up to your car uh, not spend a lot of time, you know, trying to get to your campsite, but actually go out and camp. And when you're there, you know, we have an integrated solar package that provides you with power. So you're you're disconnected to a certain extent, but you're also connected enough to still be able to use your phone and that sort of thing. In addition with our, our newer trailer, the, it's called the Vast, that's coming out um, this upcoming year. You know, we have in it a lot of things that people are looking for, uh, a TV, for example, a small TV other ways of using your devices. Um, but the trailer's completely functional without those as well, too. So uh, we're, we try to balance providing those things to people who want to use them, but also not necessitating them for those who don't want to use them. Wow. So for your developers there, I mean, you're, you said you had an engineering background, and I think I'm familiar with the school that you came from. <laughs> Because <laughs> we just played them like last night, <laughs> but um, but anyway, I mean, how do you? What do you look for in your product development team? It, it really, what we're looking for are people who can anticipate future trends uh, in p- how people use the outdoors and how they participate in that sort of thing, and then kind of being able to blend that as well with innovative designs that create multifunctional products. One of the things we really believe in you know, from a design standpoint is that products in the future need to be more multifunctional, that very few people want to buy a product that just does one thing. So with our original trailer, our new trailer, our line of accessories, you'll find that almost all of them incorporate a number of different functions into one product. And those are kind of trends that we see going forward in design and that we look for, you know, our design engineer and design design engineers and design group to um, to be recognizing. Yeah. Talk a bit about who who buys what you guys make. I mean, is it, or am I retiring and I want to do that? Or is there just people who kind of grew up in, uh, uh, with the outdoors? Yeah, when it comes to our trailers in particular, it's a, it's a pretty good span of people, frankly. You know, from young, younger millennials who don't have kids necessarily to ones that are just starting a family, all the way up through, and, and probably our biggest demographic are people who, you know, whose kids basically at this point have moved on to college or moved out and started their own careers, but they're still young and active. You know, myself, I'm I'm 50. All my kids are are off either working or in college at this point for the most part, and so people like myself actually tend to get into this kind of camping because they still still feel really active and don't don't feel like they need to have a motor home or something like that but really don't want to sleep on the ground either yeah. um, and so and the other thing we've seen a trend we've seen in the past few years is that you know the people that are going outdoors and that are, are becoming more diverse you know there are more minorities 
participating in outdoor recreation. And so we see that trend as well. Yeah, so where do you find it? I mean, do you sell through distributors? Can you buy it online? Yeah, we sell, well, our our trailer, we sell through uh, distributors, through dealers throughout the country. And then our accessories, uh, similarly, we sell a lot. Most of those we sell online, but through some brick-and-mortar shops. But, you know, that's one of those areas where uh, we try to be a very forward-looking company, uh, you know, even starting with the the design of our first trailer, which was really pretty far ahead of its time. You know, one of the trends that we see going forward is, you know, kind of the decline of brick-and-mortar shops and, and what that means for our business. So even though we're not there now, we're still constantly looking at, okay, what are what products are consumers buying over the Internet now as opposed to how they would traditionally have bought them you know, in a brick and mortar store. And, and interestingly, cars yeah. are a good example. And we see that trend. Yeah, I was, re- was going to mention to you, you have these things like the Carvana. Exactly. And yeah. Like that, yeah. You know, where, yeah. Uh, you just pick what you want. And yeah. yeah. And for us, our our products are, are they're, they don't fall into kind of a, a simple mental model for most people. They're they're like Swiss Army knives, kind of. And, and they that relationship between us and our consumer is is an important one for us to be able to explain the benefits and the features of our products. Um, you know, when you go to buy a car, the details are slightly different, but pretty much everybody knows what they're getting. Our products are, are pretty unique, and so uh, maintaining that ability to tell your story to the person, uh, you know, that is looking to buy your product is, is a critical one for us. And so we, we do look at those trends, you know, in sales and, and design and that. Yeah. Well, do you get to go camping any? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's one reason we live in Brevard. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we, most of our staff, to be honest with you, is involved in the outdoors in one way or another, you know, kayakers or backpackers or trail runners or mountain bikers. Um, and so, yeah, we, we definitely use the products that um, that we that we make. Well, that's quite amazing. I mean, it's, you know, it's hard to find that in many cases that you you work at a place where you use the products. I guess that's exciting. Yeah, it, I mean, I personally, I feel very fortunate, you know, to be able to be in manufacturing and, and to be able to build and make something, design something that supports a lifestyle thing that you love is is just very lucky, you know. Yeah, so. wonderful. Well, Patrick, thank you for stopping by and speaking with us here. Uh, Phil, it's been a joy. It's nice to meet you, and I really uh, appreciate you guys having me on. Yeah, maybe we can get up and visit you one day. Yeah, please. We would love that. We, um, we moved into a new facility uh, just last year, you know, that the county helped us to develop, and uh, and so we're really proud of, of what we do and how we do it. Great. Much appreciated. And good luck to you in your Thanks. future. You have a great day. Thank you for joining today's Clocking In, Voices of NC Manufacturing. This podcast is brought to you by NC State's College of Engineering, the North Carolina Manufacturing Extension Partnership, and Industry Expansion Solutions. If you'd like to learn more about the solutions NCMEP offers, go to www.ncmep.org. Want to listen to previous Clocking In podcasts? Go to ncmep.org slash clocking in.